Hello, humans, and welcome to Exposing Isolation. My name is Rebecca Elizabeth Weber, and today is November 21st, 2019. So yesterday, I think it was yesterday, my last episode, um, two days ago, actually, I was talking about like nerves, parts, insecurities, things like that, um, things of that nature, and how talking about being successful, I guess, specifically showing that I have intelligence, that I'm observant, um, and questioning current systems, current ways of doing things, like all just like really shut me down. And so yesterday I asked Thomas, my husband, um, who is an internal family systems um, facilitator, we call it a parts work facilitator, um, to do a session with me where we held space for these parts, asked them what they were thinking, what they needed, what was going on, where they came from, um, and really made a lot of progress. And so in the description of this episode, this podcast, I will be linking the full video of that session. Um, I'm really proud of it. I'm super impressed and proud of Thomas for being able to facilitate such an important thing. I am very... I everybody needs IFS and it has nothing to do with anything being wrong with you but more uh reintroducing humanity to an aspect of itself of ourselves that's just true we do have multiplicity of mind there's different things going on um memories and experiences programs different things that we go through make up different aspects of how our psyches, how our minds handle input. Um, you know, if we learn something when we were young, we remember it for a really long time and it can create an insecurity or it can create like a boon. It can create a, um, a confidence in us. You know, parts aren't always, they're, they're not always negative. I mean, it's, it's 50, 50, if you really get in there. Um, a lot of the work that Thomas is doing that I'm like kind of supporting with social media and talking about it online, having recorded that video last night is talking about, um, the work that we can do with like post-traumatic growth or the, I wish I could remember the name of the person who came up with this, but it's, um, uh, creating meaning after grief. It's called the sixth stage of grief. And so this is some of the work that I'm currently researching. Um, it's, it's the recovery from PTSD, burnout, breakdowns, all things that I have experience with. And some of it is healing uh, our memories, the impressions that current uh, certain experiences had on us. And so there's a lot of language right now in the collective consciousness in society. Um, I know in other cultures too, but I'm specifically talking about like Western uh, American culture of pushing through, um, getting over it. Um, you got to let that blank go. Um you know, you got to block that out, you know, like all that kind of language. And what we're finding in psychology, uh, especially with this like parts work model, 
is that it doesn't go away. Like you can try and you can try and ignore it. You can disassociate. You can have a drug addiction. You can drink it away. You can party. You can, you know, just do different things so that you don't really have a lot of time with a clear mind to like let it get to you. Um, that you don't have to think about it too much, but it's still going to be in you. And uh, further reaching sciences are saying that those negative emotions, those traumas, those feelings, those experiences can store in the body. And we're learning more and more that that can cause disease um, in ways that is just like truly astounding. And so when I say that everyone would benefit from IFS, I think that sometimes it comes up that people assume that I'm saying like everyone's schizophrenic or everyone's hearing voices. Um, and while Thomas does work with a lot of schizophrenic people and people who hear voices um, and people with drug addiction and things like that, um, and IFS or parts work works really well with those people to give them a platform to discuss what the voices are saying to them. Um, and as long as those entities, those voices, those beings have your best interest in, at heart, um, then they are a part of you that loves you very much and is trying to take care of you. They just may not know the best way to do so. Now, if you have an aspect of yourself or the, like the voices in your head, um, you really need to destigmatize because we all are thinking things all the time. We all have intuition and we all have reactions to things. Sometimes you have like a gut instinct that doesn't have words like, I don't really like this person or this situation is making me uncomfortable or I don't really want to do that. Um, we should really be listening to that sort of thing. Thank you gut biome for being so intelligent. Um, but then all the, also like the voices that tell us like what to do or what not to do. Um, if it doesn't have your best interest at heart, if it's just trying to drag you down, then that's a program, not a part, and it's outside of you, and you don't have to honor it. Um, and that's like a slightly different kind of work. And so mostly I was feeling, I guess, a bit insecure. That might be an oversimplification, but I was feeling a bit insecure about coming into my own power because... I was seeing that Thomas is so coming into his power right now. Like he is doing these sessions on people. He's at a meeting right now, which um, hopefully goes well. And I'll tell you about it later if it goes well or whatever happens with it to kind of like move to get on some new opportunities. Um, but I was like feeling a little bit like, well, what about me? Like, what do I want to do? What am I doing? And so in the parts work session, that Thomas facilitated last night. Again, the link will be in the show notes. I identified that I had three parts that were kind of like a triad that were working together or like kind of like bumping heads. Um, I had a protector uh, that was trying to keep me down that I assume is a main force of why I've been so chronic fatigue and multiple chemical sensitivity and like all of these like oppressive emotions and housebound for the last five years because I don't have anything physically wrong with like my blood work. Um, I've been told I don't have autoimmune. I've like healed my gut health, my leaky gut. If I ever have it, I really don't think I do anymore. Um, you know, eating really healthy movement, like all these things, there's certainly more that I can do, but 
on paper, I should feel amazing, but I don't. And so that's where we get into more psychological and maybe even spiritual blocks to somebody feeling the best that they can. And so I have had a part that has been keeping me um, down. And what I found out last night was that it's a protector that is was keeping me from putting energy into another part, an exile. Now, this is a little bit complicated, but if you keep coming along with this journey with me and sapient living, this will all make sense to you at some point and you'll get to know your parts too. Um, but just explaining, like I have an exile who was my little kid self all the way up into my mid-20s that felt that expressing myself, speaking my mind was the most risky thing I could possibly do and would jeopardize any safety that I had built for myself because I was raised in part by a dad who would punish me if I made him uncomfortable. So I learned that making people uncomfortable was the worst thing that you could possibly do. And so I had always been manipulating my gifts, my intelligence. There was a third part that was part of this that I call my intellect, that is the part that likes to research and knows a lot of things about diet and food and mind and um, uh, society and modern masculinity and systems and economics and politics and just like is very intelligent but has been hiding. I felt like it was kind of a masculine part, hiding himself from view because he was afraid um, of being punished. And so there was this like working part that was trying to create, but without being too noticed. And that is what we were calling the like impossible game. It's not one that you can win, but it is one that you can lose. And so I'm sure all that was really complicated, but the main gist of all of it was that I have been using my energy in ways that is not to my highest and greatest good. I haven't been honoring my intelligence. I've been just trying to keep other people comfortable. And because it's exhausting to give all of your energy to the plight of trying to keep everyone comfortable, I've had a protector that's kept me down, kept me sick, kept me tired. So I could spend time in neutral versus spending time in service. And so this will make a lot more sense if you watch the video. It's like 50 minutes long, so I get it. It's like really, really long, but you will understand what I mean by IFS, by parts, by protectors, by exiles, all of that. If you have the time to listen to it, you don't really have to watch it. Um, it's pretty emotional, but in the end, I feel so much better. I currently feel so much better. And I'm now sitting in self energy, um, not being, not the tug of war that I was experiencing before of like who I wanted to be, but who I was, what I thought I should be doing, what I thought I shouldn't be doing. And today I just feel open to be more playful, curious, and to see what I want to do authentically going forward. And so that's just kind of a reflection on where I'm at with my life right now. Um, a lot of progress from two days ago. And I'm super, super grateful for Thomas for doing IFS. Super, super grateful for Richard Swartz for developing IFS. And I'll put some links in the show notes both to my 
session last night and then maybe if you wanted to learn more about IFS yourself. Okay, thank you so much. I'll leave it there for now and I hope you have a great day.